You're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy. Our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. We do all of this in less than 30 minutes. Let's get started. You're listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedeke. I'm the Chief Creative Officer here at the Francis Roy Agency in Niceville. And I am elated to bring you this episode that is a culmination of the four things I've learned in the last four business four years that we've been in business. And you know, we <clears throat> as a team have learned these things collectively, I think, and and just kind of in different ways individually. And I have certainly learned these four things and I'm I'm very excited to share them with you over the course of the um, last four years. So July the 1st, 2016, we were officially in business and but I had started the agency April 1st, 2016. That's when we got all of our official paperwork in as a business. And, uh, but we definitely celebrate July 1st as our birthday. So this July 1st, 2020, we will be uh, four years old. And it has been such an incredible journey and of learning and failing and, and learning and trying new things and going back to the way we did things. And, you know, just so many things that it just felt right to bring an episode to you where, um, you know, each year I, at the end of each year, I feel like I've learned like one big thing and as a business owner and a lot of you are business owners or you're creative entrepreneurs and it's just a process. And, you know, it's a roller coaster for, for me, it's been a huge roller coaster. Um, I've grown and then I feel like I've regressed a little bit and um, I've been so exhausted. I mean, it's exhausting. That's the reality. The transparency of it all is that it is, it'll, if you put your, I say, you know, spill your blood. I, I spill my blood all the time. If you spill your blood, it's, it's exhausting. And, but the rewards are also incredible and they have far exceeded my expectations and, um, it's been a teach. I've been a student of Francis Roy. That's the reality. Um, I'm the ultimate student at Francis Roy, and I'm not sure that will ever change. So, four things, and I'll start with the first. And I really don't think they're in any particular order. And these are not new concepts by any stretch of the imagination, but are certainly my interpretation of uh, these lessons and my personal experience and then what I've observed collectively as our team has worked through a lot of these uh, lessons as well. So um, kind of a main one for me is just this ability to seek information, but seek inspiration, I'm sorry, but don't copy it. Um, And there's so much out there right now. I'm I'm actually going to record another podcast that will be the one after this one about my own uh, creative evolution and what that has looked like. And, you know, I was telling Greg on the way home, I'm actually recording this episode for my house today because it's Monday and it's raining and that's what I feel like doing. And um, one of the benefits of being a small business owner, you're just like, you know what, I don't have the bandwidth for this today. You can kind of restructure your day a little bit um, and maybe make that work for you. So that has been a true benefit for me. But 
So I'm home and I, you know, Greg and I were driving home together and I was just like, wow, I feel like I'm in this enlightened part of my brain right now where I'm just so primed and ready for inspiration. I'm so ready to translate that into, um, my own, uh, kind of art or my own creations or my own way to, um, express myself through my work or, you know, whatever that looks like. It just feels, you know, like I'm just completely ready for that. And the difference between seeing something and copying it and seeing something and being inspired by it and really making it your own has, has, really part of the waters and I have some intense clarity there now. So, um, and it's difficult to come up with a new idea, a new concept. I don't think anyone is really asking for that anymore, but be hesitant to, to see something, be inspired by it and then create that exact thing. Um, and that I've learned that over the years, really that, um, what I'm looking for is inspiration. I'm not looking for how something should look or how it should sound or how it should feel. I'm looking for, uh, and I'm completely motivated by other beautiful things. And a great example of this is, you know, last week we were at the new Jay Leon gallery in Destin that just opened and you're in surrounded by creative inspiration and beautiful pieces of art and unique um, artists who are really just wow i mean the artwork there is incredible um kathy schumacher's art is there and i am completely enthralled with a piece of hers that's hanging there called menagerie and i'm about 99 percent sure i'm gonna make it mine if somebody doesn't beat me to the punch i honestly now just saying this out loud i don't even know what i'm waiting for but um but just sitting in that space and being inspired of it and you know, not giving into the temptation to where like, Oh, I want to, I want to create this exact thing. There's a difference between the feeling that we get when we're inspired by something and then the draw to be like, Ooh, I want to learn how to make that. Or I want to learn how to do it exactly that way. There is no right or wrong. It really is um, the most, I think, natural element of our creativity to express what we feel when we are inspired. And so um, Pablo Picasso, I believe, is quoted by saying, uh, good artists um, borrow, good artists copy, great artists steal. And so the, the, the difference between the borrow and the steal is your the seal is the ownership. It is, I'm going to make it mine and I'm going to create something new that really is a manifestation of this, this mix between um, what I've been inspired by and what is in me to create. And I think that's just such a beautiful, beautiful thing. And so um, next week I'm going to do a, a, an episode on how I feel like I'm, I've kind of, you know, stepped away from this ability to seek inspiration and what I'm promising myself for this next phase of life. So, um, so that's number one. And number two is really, honestly, there is absolutely nothing new here, but is fail regularly. Um, or I would say, accept that you're going to fail regularly and just realize it is a part of the process. Um, I, 
if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that personally I'm an Enneagram eight, which my nature is to be challenging and to dominate until I win, which um, is not always the easiest way to make our way through life. And it's very difficult. I have a, a really difficult time accepting failure. And um, so as I progress as a business owner, the definition of failure has certainly changed for me. And I have noticed just through patterns and observation that when I am down in this kind of like valley of failure, I am almost a hundred percent of the time about to be on the cusp of something better or bigger or I know, you know, some sort of platform or, you know, like trampoline effect of something that's coming next. And so now I get very excited about the failure because um, in, in that valley of the failure, because I'm just like, oh, I just want to be down here and I want to learn everything that I'm going to learn because I know that I'm going to need it for this next thing. And that keeps proving to be true for me. It keeps proving to be true. Like I cannot express how many times I have failed in the last four years. And then right, you know, as I'm coming out of that, uh, just like, I don't know, pattern of failure or whatever, there is this like other thing waiting for me on the other side. And it requires the absolute best version of myself, the best version of my brain, my intellect, my clarity, my motivation, my creativity. And if I don't take the time to grow in that valley of failure, if I don't accept that and absorb that, then I'm not my hundred percent best self when that new thing comes along. And so now when I'm down there, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to learn all the lessons. I want to be down here as long as I can, so I can be ready uh, for the next thing. And as an adult who is forever evolving and, um, when you, especially when you are a business owner or you're, you know, leading teams and the obligation to those people that you lead to, um, you know, can keep the morale up and, you know, keep the team going as things get very difficult and you begin to fail on a regular basis, but then see the benefits of the lessons learned in that failure. I mean, that is our job is to keep that progression um, going. And um, I think it's the ultimate responsibility um, that we can have to others. But so um, this next thing is, I don't know. I keep, I think they're all my favorite, but this one's like really kind of the thing that I have to stay on, but then I'm like no compromise whatsoever. Unapologetically consistent. Um, there is clarity and consistency. And I used to hear all the time there's like comfort and consistency. And I think that's insane because to me, just saying, you know, I'm going to show up. I'm going to do this thing that I said that I was going to do and we're going to be consistent about it. There is no comfort in that. It is very difficult to stay that course and be consistent. I think this podcast is a very good example for us at Francis Roy of what that means and how we practice consistency. We have promised an episode every Monday that comes with like social media posts and blogs and newsletters and all this thing that all these things that our team put together 
And staying creative through that process and remaining consistent through that process is very difficult and they do a very good job of it. And, you know, there are weeks where we don't have as many listeners and there's weeks when we have like lots of listeners and, you know, just kind of pushing through and saying, however you guys show up, it does not um, impact the way that we show up because that's the promise that we've made to our audiences. An episode every Monday, a newsletter every Tuesday, um, and we're going to do the best that we can to do that. And um, that consistency is so critical, especially when you're, you know, there's so much information about building brands and, oh, how to build a brand, you know, take this class 101. I'm going to do this like free webinar on how to build a brand. But the reality is like when you get a, when you build a brand, like what the hell do you do with it after that? No one, no one tells you like you, oh, you build this beautiful brand. Like here's all that, you know, no, it's the consistency piece that comes after the identity of your brand that is created after the honeymoon has worn off with your brand where you've fallen in love with your logo and your typography and your tonality and the photos that you've created and your website, your social media, and you're sitting in the shit with your brand and you're like, okay, now what? It's the consistency that gets you through. It's the consistency that puts you over your competitors showing up, doing the work and, um, you know, being your champion when maybe it's just like, you don't have a lot of sexy things going on right now. And, um, not, people aren't really excited about what you're doing, but you're still doing the work and you're still showing up. Um, I think that's really critical. Um, and, and just in life in general, the consistency. And there, there are places in my life where I fail at this. I mean, I mean, diets are an extremely good example. <laughs> Like, if you know me, you know, like, I'm just like, ugh, you know, whatever. I'm not a runner. My friend Heather is like an incredible runner. And that consistency, you know, she's like, oh, just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And so I think we all have in our avenues where we're successful at the, at this um, exceptional consistency and, and just find the clarity through it. So um, for me in business is where I'm consistent and um, God, I need to work on the other stuff, but um yeah, so we've got this this kind of rounding out this idea here of the, the four big things. Um, the biggest one for me, and I know that I said there's no order or, you know, order of importance, but I kind of feel like maybe I lied to you, but um, because sometimes I'll get into our podcast and really I find that I'm my best when I'm just kind of off the cuff and then I'm like, Oh my God, this one's so huge, but it's prepare for an evolution. And I love the disruption and the dismantling of the way things have always been done. And, but preparing for an evolution, the reality is that you, what you set out to do in your business may not be what you end up doing four years from now. And who you are as a person certainly will not be the same. Who the, pe the people who you work for you, who work for you and work for your team and work for your brand will not be the same people in four years, especially, I mean, just shit happens and like things are always changing and um, preparing for that and being comfortable with the fact that it's not if you will evolve, it's when you will evolve your brand, your people, yourself, and being completely accepting of that and being ready for it. 
And the best way that I can do to prepare it is just to embrace it. I can, you can start to see the legs of it happening. You know, there's maybe a mind shift, uh, you know, a mindset shift. There is a society shift. We're definitely going through a huge shift in our society right now. And if you're not preparing for the evolutionary um, effects of this shift in our society, you will be left behind. I mean, COVID-19 taught us that. COVID-19 taught us that the world could change like that. And are you ready? Are you not ready? I mean, so many businesses evolved. I don't know about you, but if they ever get rid of to-go alcohol, I'm just going to be sad, Dave. You know? Like, you just pick it up curbside, go to your house. I mean, brilliant. Why didn't we think about that before? But but knowing that when you're in that space where things are just changing either rapidly or they're, tra they're transitioning in a transformational way, if you're not ready for it, if you resist it, if you are not... I hate this buzzword, but an agent of change. Um, you know, I, I think it's very possible that you'll be left behind. I find that unacceptable and I'm not ready for that. I, I want to evolve. I don't ever want to be the person that's like, oh, what I say is right. You know, what I say is always right. I'm always going to be right. I'm not always right. The reality is I'm not always right. I'm definitely not always right in my marriage. I'm not right in my business all the time. Um, I'm, you know, when it comes to my kids, I'm like, my kids are 21 and 22. I swear to God, I feel like they're infants and not because they act like infants because I'm learning still about what it means and what it takes to be um, the kind of parent that I want to be. And, you know, not getting into this mindset where it's like, oh, I'm set in my ways. I never want to be set in my ways. And um, I always want to be prepared for this evolution in which I feel like I'm going through a big one right now like huge, like giant. And it's so huge that I'm going to save it for another episode, but it has to do with creativity and it has to do with inspiration. And it has to do with like all of these really exciting things that I feel like I'm, I really want to make space for in my brain. What you will not see on this list. And I think it's very important and I want to unpack it is my team. And it's not because I don't recognize my team. You guys know how much I love my team or their hard work or that they're my team are not lessons to be learned. They are people. They deserve my best. Um, and frankly, I could never like look at my team and be like, oop, learned it, done. Um, I will never put that learning in the past tense. It is always in um, the forward progression for me. And um, in order for me to be the best leader that I can be for that team, um, who honestly deserves my best and shows up um, in their work on a regular basis, um, I'm, I just refuse to make them any part of a list. So um, anyways, this has been so exciting. Just kind of unpacking this thought process. I actually recorded this twice because I realized I have this really, why aren't y'all telling me that I am like hitting my mouse all the time and making all these crazy sounds? I'm sure Gregory who edits this is like, oh my gosh, these are just like the most horrible um, habits ever. But um, I'm just... Thank you for being a part of our journey for the past four years. If you are new to Francis Roy, you've never heard of us before. We are, um, we love to hear from you. Like, comment, share. Uh, you can email us, hello at francisroy.com. But if you have been with us since the beginning, and I'm thinking of like, I'm going to do a really horrible job here. But, um, you know, my grandmother, obviously, Francis, Francis and Roy, I mean, you know, our, our family has been just like, oh my gosh, incredible. 
um, our friends, the Perez's in Wyoming, um, you know, our friends, Myra and Greg Jones, um, our friends, uh, Lauren and Jason Walls, you know, just our friends who have been with us and like, will constantly like ask questions or be like, Hey, I listened to your podcast. It was so great. Or, you know, Carrie's like always like re retreating, tweeting our stuff. Uh, I mean, just like the way that our friends have showed up for us and then our team and the families of our team and they just kind of extended our clients. I mean, God, I think of Heather Rees and Marsha Hole and who've been with us since the beginning and who have just been like huge fans of us, Marion Ruckle, uh, Skalicki with uh, Ruckle Properties. I mean, just like this whole community of people that have been lifting us up. And I will end with this uh, just last an invitation. So July the 1st from 12 to 2 p.m. Uh, Central Time, we're going to get together either um, it's on Zoom, but also physically in our offices and we're doing vision boards uh, for 2021. So a way for us to, to activate our creativity, be together. If you're in Wyoming, if you're in Kentucky, if you're in Texas, if you're in West Virginia, whatever, like log into the Zoom, join us, go to our Facebook page. There's an event there. There's a list of supplies that you will need to uh, participate in this Vision 2021 um, exercise. We're going to create these gorgeous vision boards. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. I love this activity, and we hope that you'll join us. And thank you for being along with us on this incredible journey. Um, and we hope you'll stick around and keep listening and keep engaging and interacting with us. Um, we love you. See you soon. Mm -hmm.